Disappointed but not surprised. Disappointed but not surprised. Disappointed but not surprised. Hey guys, welcome back to another week of the fuckery where you're disappointed but not surprised co hosts. I'm Alex. I'm Addie. Okay, so I want to start off by talking about one thing. So I don't think we've like discussed it on the podcast before, but like everybody knows about the Gabby Petito murder thing. Blah, blah. It was like the biggest case on the fucking news for like months. This was the biggest case since the Lacey Peterson murder yeah. case, I feel like. And how or fucking like, long ago was that? I, I feel, feel like, like I was in high school. Yeah, I feel like this blew up like O.J. Simpson case. But yeah, no, I mean, obviously, fucking Brian Laundry didn't Landry or Laundry. I have no fucking idea. Whatever, it is, <laughs> didn't go on trial because he disappeared. <laughs> but this was, ju- I feel like this was just as big as that murder. Yeah, it was huge, huge. Everybody knew about it, and it's it. like that's horrible, right? But it's like people get murdered by their significant others every day, every day, and like you barely hear about it. It's right. like a headline in the newspaper, and then like. The next day you're forgotten about. Like, yeah. I don't know why this like blew up so much. Certain ones do. It was even like the Lacey Peterson one. Like the documentaries with that. They said that that blew up so fucking big. And I guess it's because. And like that's what they said in the documentary. It's because this was a handsome guy that you thought wouldn't do that. Like oh well. He wasn't handsome to me. I didn't me. think he was good looking. He looks like a chode. Right. He kind of did. But whatever. But yeah. So okay. But what I really want to talk about is. So today, the FBI came out and said um, in the notebook that they found alongside his remains, uh, he admitted to her mur- to murdering her. Number one, why is this news? Because who the fuck else killed her? Why is this coming out now when he died, when they found his remains how many weeks ago? Right. And also they found his remains in a swamp. They said he was submerged in water. It was going to be hard to tell the manner of death, whatever, blah, blah. But the notebook's intact. Notebook's fine. Come on. I'm sorry. That is so fucking ridiculous. It's not even funny. I'm calling bullshit on this whole thing. They probably like one of the cops just like wrote like, dear diary. (laughs) I killed Gabby. Yeah. Case closed. Yeah, because they want to just close the case and like move the fuck on. I mean, I don't blame them for wanting to close the case because honestly, everybody knows he did it. Like, it's no fucking secret. <laughs> when they were calling him um, uh, person of interest or whatever the frig they were calling, they, they wouldn't yeah. say like murderer. They were saying the, the suspect, a suspect in her disappearance and a murder. The dude literally went on a trip and came home without her and didn't say jack shit to anyone. Right. Who else would have killed her? It's him. <laughs> like, come on. You come home without without her and you're not going to call her fucking family immediately? Like, I lost her at some time during the fucking trip? Exactly. Or even like if, you know, in where were they? Wyoming or Utah Something or wherever like the fuck that. they were? Some Midwest bumfucky. If they got in a fight and she didn't resurface for a day, normal people would call 911 and be like, um, like my girlfriend's missing yeah. and we're, we're from out of state and she doesn't know what the area and whatever. He just literally just came back to Florida and like went on with his life. Like, my favorite is how he was just like, all right, I'm going to murder her and then go home. Like, I, I, if that were me, 
Just saying. If that were me and I murdered my significant other, I'd put a fake 911 call out. Oh, 100%. And say we got in tracks. Yeah, say, oh, we got in an argument and I don't know where she went. Right. Or he went. Cover my fucking tracks, not come home, not say a fucking peep, move on with my life and have her family be worried sick. It's like she comes from a stable family in like Bayport or whatever she was from. Yeah. Blue Point, whatever it was. And another thing that if it were me in his shoes, <laughs> if we were the murderers, we would have gotten away with it because we are actually intelligent <laughs> or, or like sick. But like, um, I would have, okay, he drove from what, Utah or Wyoming back to Florida. You literally went across the country. Why wouldn't you dump her body Somewhere. in no man's land that you were driving through? It's anywhere. The police would have, she would have been eaten alive by like, I mean, not Coyotes, alive, but she would have been Hyenas, buzzards, <laughs> yeah, like she would have been- Vultures, anybody. They might not have even been able to ID her for a long time. Like the states don't talk to each other. No. So if he dumped her body off in fucking, I don't know, Tennessee, they're not going to really figure it out immediately. Right. So yeah, like he's just an idiot or the maybe he's fucking stupid. And like, why did you come home just to like go kill yourself? Like, why wouldn't you just do it there? My question that I kind of want to find out though is like, did he really kill himself? Maybe he felt guilty about the whole thing and killed himself or did like somebody like one of her family suspect it kill him? I don't think so because his family was like, I think like hot, like his family knew he went to this uh park and not park like whatever the frigate's called like this um preserve okay and like they were basically like they didn't tell the um police or anything that they knew he was there and then they were searching for him and then the parents found his backpack i don't know the whole thing is just fucking weird weird. and like they had been searching it for days in the same spot like you didn't find the backpack the first day come on the whole the whole case was fucked up a little bit. Yeah. Like, I feel like he could have covered his tracks more. And I feel like the police are just digging up random evidence. And like, yeah, like them coming out with the notebook today. I know. Meanwhile, when they first had it, they when they first found it, they were like, oh, there was nothing in there of importance. And now today <laughs> it's they're like, like a dear diary. <laughs> like I killed her. <laughs> like, what the hell? <laughs> I don't know. I'm just, it's like scares me. But what scares me the most, I still see on like my explore page on Instagram, people that made like Instagram pages of her and stuff. Like you don't know this girl. You never met her. And writing things like she changed the world. Your smile, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, that is fucking creepy. It's so fucking creepy because they have no idea who she is. She was a blogger for, was was she a blog? She was a blogger. Yeah, she was a blogger, like being like posting things about their travels. Well, how does that fucking change your life? Like, we're not trying to be dicks here or anything like that. No, like, and and I I feel terrible for her and her family. It's horrible that she got murdered, but these, like, teeny boppers saying that she changed your life? Like, you didn't know her from a fucking hole in the wall. That's, like, so creepy to me. That's, like, like one of us making a fucking Bob Saget memorial page (laughs) and posting that, like, he Like, why would I do that? Like, that's so weird. I was honest to God... 
a little shook when Bob Saget died. Never in my life have I been upset about a celebrity dying. Never, never once. Not Michael Jackson, not... A lot of people were upset about Britney... Um, why am I drawing Murphy? The Murphy, thank you. A lot of my friends are upset about Brittany Murphy. I was so upset when Paul Walker died. Yeah. Never in my life was I upset about any fucking celebrity dying. When I saw Bob Saget, I was like, have mercy. Like Because was he was so, like all of our dads. He was like, everybody's we grew dad. up with them. Oh my God. Every Friday night or whatever the fuck Full House was on, I would watch that. And I guess like Family Matters was on after it. Yeah. I think it was, yeah. Right? Wasn't that the sequence back in the day yep. on... What was Nick. it like Friday night and the mood yeah. is right or whatever it is like <laughs> and then we would all sit down as a family and watch it together and every I mean I have seen every Full House episode. Me too. Oh and my then God. when he was on what is that half baked or whatever and he's like yo try sucking dick for coke. What is that? It's half baked I think. Is it? I don't mm -hmm. remember. And he's in the AA meeting and he's like I've sucked dick for coke. <laughs> Did you know that he's like a huge hip hop head? That doesn't surprise me. I like had no idea. I thought he was just like Danny Tanner that was like obsessed with cleaning and stuff. Yeah. But like he's a fucking like, like really like he's like old school like rapper, like hip hop like rappers. Well, he was married to an adorable. I followed her TikTok page and she's like does like cooking videos and stuff and she's got to be our age. Oh, really? She's cute. Yeah. Cute girl. Oh, been I didn't married know his for wife like was that young. Four or five years, I think. Something like that. But she's cute. So he's like down with the young ones. Yeah. But yeah, no, I was a little shook about his page. But no, we would never do a fucking whole memorial page Like a whole page memorial page. Like, like, you changed my life, Danny Tanner. But at least, like, we grew up with him. These right. people These don't people know Danny Petito from a fucking hole in the wall. I know. It's and they didn't know her. They didn't know anything about her until her fucking death. Exactly. I don't know. I just find it weird. Like, social media is, like, pisses me the fuck off. Even, I'm sorry, what I think is so fucking strange is, like... I think you don't, you're not obsessed with the Kardashians. I like the Kardashians, but I think, and I think Stormy Webster is so beautiful, but it's these people that have these Stormy Webster fan pages. Yeah, that's it's creepy. It's a fucking baby, bro. Yeah, that's creepy. And they take every piece of every story that Chloe, like they're, like they had Chicago West and Stormy's birthday party this past weekend. So they took all of Chloe's, Instagram stories reposted everything and they put fucking makeup edits on this shit like I'm sorry this shit is so fucking weird that's weird like you have nothing better to do with your time if I was a parent I'd be creeped the fuck out if I found out somebody made a fan page for my child oh hell no and then people wonder why celebrities like don't post their kids or like blur their face out with like emoji or something because these people are weird people are fucking weird and it's like like people forget that there are sick fucking twisted people out there yep. so like, when you're posting your kid naked in the bathtub and you don't have a private page or you just friend anyone Yo, like that's a pedophile's dream there. Pedophiles are out there. And granted, it's like, oh, it's just a baby. It doesn't mean anything. No, that little pedophile is diddling his winky to your baby's boobies. Exactly. And we're not trying to be like sadistic, but that's a fucking fact. Yeah. Like, there, you know how much child porn is out there? Like, so come on. Up. I went to go get my hair blown out the other day, yesterday. 
and write local. And she, my hairdresser was, she, I did it from her house or whatever. I go get my hair, my blowouts done from her house. And she was saying how she just like lets her kids walk to the bus stop or whatever. But they found out that they had family watchdog. There was a pedophile that lives around the corner from them. And her husband is like, stay away from that fucking house, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And apparently he did like web rings of all like little boys pornography and shit like that oh my god it's that's like sick it's fucking disgusting like little boys like all like he was getting like all web pages together for it and creating like i don't even know like how can dumb find, can you be though can you know the family fucking... watchdog in like islip new york wow yeah but like literally if you download like one thing of kitty porn the FBI is kicking your door in. Really? So how stupid can you be? Yeah, somebody that, not that I, this per, this person was a teacher at my high school. Okay. And um, he got arrested for like having child pornography on his computer. I don't know whatever happened with the case, but it was like in the news. I don't know like what happened, but the story that he came out with was saying that he was doing, um, writing an article or writing a piece on like child like human trafficking mm -hmm. and accidentally click something and then like the next day like the fbi was busting down his door who knows if that's true what right. the real Maybe story is but i'm just pedophile. saying like you know they monitor everything well clearly clearly because alex and i side note guys our Instagram and our Facebook page got taken down. Disappointed, but not surprised. Fuck you, Seymour. So our new Instagram name, guys, for now is DBNS period podcast. It's back to the original, original one that we had. And you know what? I had to fight for <laughs> disappointed, but not surprised. I you fucking pay that bribe, girl. I had to bribe some Russian bitch who was in Russia who cursed me out. And then I had to fucking like, Ven but it wasn't even Venmo. I had to like PayPal her money. And then they wanted Kiwi, send me money in Kiwi, whatever the Russian Venmo is yeah. or whatever. And then I had to curse out her stupid, ugly mud of a boyfriend <laughs> too. And like the whole thing was nuts. So we fought so hard for our Instagram page. And then now it got taken down and I don't even know why it got taken down. We had somebody, one of our fans, our micro fans, peed their pants. And like, was like, your podcast got me so excited that I peed myself. And posted a picture of him peeing his pants well just like the wet it on the pants wet on the pants and so we like screenshotted that and we're like we love our fans and posted that and that got flagged for bullying we're not bullying he literally sent it to he us he sent it to us he dm'd us why don't these fucking micros get like flagged yeah seriously i think maybe somebody's reporting us they must we be. have haters and then seaborn dm'd us and was like hey who wants to hear an interview about my Willie? Take a poll. So we screenshotted that and said, hey guys, who wants to hear Seaborn on our podcast? And people were like, me, me, me. That got flagged as bullying. It's like, we're not bullying. These guys, it's not like we're We're the ones on. that are getting harassed. We're the ones that are getting harassed. We're getting harassed. dick pics every day. Every single day. <laughs> and your Brillo bushes gotta go, bro. <laughs> gotta go like it's not even funny so our podcast page got taken down our fucking tiktok got taken down oh my I mean, god we kind of bullied that guy 
Kenny. Your neighbor. Yeah, we shot his house with potato guns. And apparently fuck that's him. More of them. Fuck him. More of them hit my fence than even his. Yeah, exactly. He should be in fucking jail for harassing me the way he did. Fuck him. And you know what? Honestly, it did hit your fence and it went in your pool. And like, some and then of it my dog the had the one in his mouth the next day. <laughs> and then, and like, but like, what are they doing to us? And then all the guys on our, on our DMs, like, will like screenshot some of the stuff that they say to us, but it's, we're not bullying them no we're saying like we uh, literally i think what the caption was is like we love our fans or something like that we're the guy that peed his pants we support the micros and plus how come people on tiktok can post nudes nudes titties beating the shit out of each other people high as fuck on drugs people like shooting up on the street like this and that like exploiting people for views that's okay but we can't fucking launch a potato at someone's house and then we can't repost some guy peeing his pants saying your podcast got me excited we got like four flags in a row of this shit i feel personally attacked i feel personally (laughs) attacked so now we have to start all over again not that our instagram was good or anything like that or whatever but we were out there we had a couple hundred followers on that shit so guys follow our instagram it's and we're gonna make it better this time yeah we're going full force into marketing so we are going to be your newest, coolest, revamped podcast. Yeah. <laughs> We're back and sicker than ever. You know whose page really needs to get taken down? And I hate to say this. Who? Britney Spears. <laughs> Yo! <laughs> like, I love her to death, but like, Stay the fuck off the social media. I am not going to lie. I am full support of free Britney because I don't think that anybody (sighs) should ever have censorship like that. I don't think anybody. Look at Lindsay Lohan. She went fucking crazy. She did that awkward dance in Mykonos and she doesn't have a fucking conservatorship. (laughs) I was a fucking junkie and I didn't have a conservatorship. Not that I have money to conserve, but like, you know, there's so much. Look at Macaulay Culkin, our boyfriend. Oh yeah. He went ape shit. Like all these fucking celebrities go ape shit. They don't have a conservatorship and Brit Brit got one. But like, I'm sorry. I have been Alex, both Alex and I have been a Britney Spears fan since that day. Hit me baby came out on MTV. Oh my God. Yes. Oh my God. I remember seeing it for the first time. I was at my house. I had a couple of friends over and we were all like, whoa, on MTV with Carson Daly. Yeah. TRL. Yeah. And like, man, I have must have been to at least six or seven of her concerts. Yeah, absolutely. Abs- I followed her everywhere. I have every single one of her albums. I mean, her CDs. She is just, I have fangirled out on her, girl crushed on her since day one. Mm-hmm. But like, homegirl, you gotta chill. S- please get the fuck off in social media. With her nudes, with the little flowers over her fucking vagina and titties. And even somebody was like, yo, they look like grainy ass photos that you send your boyfriend from your fucking Blackberry. (laughs) But what about the ones with her just like spinning in a fucking circle (laughs) for like five minutes? I'm like, what is this? And like, please tell me you have a tripod and somebody is not filming that because if they are, they need to be shot. Unless her weird boyfriend is. I don't trust her boyfriend for shit. Yeah, I remember you saying that. I don't trust her boyfriend for shit. I feel like he is not, I mean, I don't know them. I don't know anything about them, but I feel like he's in it because she's Britney Spears and he wanted fame. Yeah. 
if you go to his Instagram page because he's a model or whatever the fuck he is and like I don't know their whole relationship seems so awkward to me I feel like they have nothing in common but I'm just looking at it from afar and maybe they do but I feel like she's almost so deranged right now and maybe she's on so much drugs which is making her deranged but nothing she does makes sense well she was writing like that post about Jamie Jamie Lynn. Lynn I, and and I book. think that piggybacks off of her interview because Jamie Lynn was on Call Her Daddy. And I think that piggybacks off of her interview with that whole thing. And she was like writing this whole four page in her notes, like in her yeah. notes on her phone. But it started out with saying she had a fever. No, and- it started off with a fucking picture of a cup of coffee. And then you swiped. <laughs> It was like pictures of a fucking cappuccino. And then you swiped. And then you see that she's talking about a fever. And then she's talking about how she chased through the house with a knife or something like that. What? It was so fucking... Well, then she was like, I have a fever. And I was sending my security to get me medicine. And they wouldn't go. And and I'm like, what does this have to do with Jamie Lynn? It doesn't... I'm going to find it. Two pictures of nutmeg-covered cappuccinos with cinnamon in them. I flew home to Jamie Lynn on the couch watching her TV show right after Justin and I broke up. I was a ghost there. Ghost emoji. I had worked my whole life and I didn't know how to be served by mama. Sit there and get served hot chocolate milkshakes with the perfectly crushed ice with the secret chunky sugar. Meanwhile, Jamie Lynn is 12. She indulges with the TV for hours then goes to lay out on a raft at the pool. I'm in shock because this was never my life. Justin's family was all I knew for many years. Things were different now when Jamie Lynn had a new Nickelodeon show. All I remember was saying, damn, how the hell does a 12-year-old land a Nickelodeon show? Hmm. Well, I never got my iced chocolate drink. Shrug emoji. What the fuck is she talking about? Shrug emoji, drink emoji. I mean, yeah, I'm grown up, right? But then maybe I might need a little support. It was a People, People magazine cover. The people show up, as Jamie Lynn says, I was scared. Fuck yeah. My mama was on pain medication and could barely hold a conversation in the house because her and my dad split and she was more messed up than anything. I remember her sitting on the floor in a conversation and she never got up. And I'm sorry, Jamie Lynn. I wasn't strong enough to do what you should have done. Slapped you and mama right across your fucking faces. Like, what are you saying? She didn't get the hot chocolate? I don't know. And why? (laughs) Why do I say that? You selfish little brat. Saying how weird and dumb it was that I bought a house for mama. She was so proud and you told that interview girl that it was just weird. That's I'm assuming that's Alex Cooper. Like, I guess I will walk in these halls. Why did you say that? And why watching your at length interview really two hours or more on the topic about the knife, which is ironically the only lie you've ever told in your life. Why is that conversation 20 minutes? And the most degrading to me, oh, but you don't want to keep talking about it because you don't want to hurt anybody's feelings, yet you let it linger forever saying you felt unsafe with me and weird. Fuck you, Jamie Lynn. My mouth was on the floor the way you talked back to mama when I came home. Shocked out of my mind. You were fucking hateful to her and I know mama had been lazy with me for, but I'm sorry you deserve way more than a purse knocked at you by mama she should have whipped your ass poor mama took it just like i did in the end but worshipped you too much i know wasn't she just saying she should have beat the shit out of her mom now she's saying her poor mom 
she worshiped you too much i know but if you came out of my stomach i would have popped the shit out of your little ass <laughs> when i came home you and your little friends all thought i wasn't cool sunglasses emoji you felt bad for me in the breakup hell no you didn't you and your friends all dyed your hair like christina aguilera and no longer would play with me anymore never shut you out ever i get it you were 12 but you were fucking hateful to mama being cool with your stupid dark hair you can paint it however you like dear child you shut me out when i needed you the most writing in your book saying it wasn't like your i wasn't like your mom anymore no you hurt me like what she's so delusional she's like mentally ill for sure i think she is very mentally ill she that whole like thing reminds me of a couple of episodes the bill one he doesn't call me bill yeah how he was talking in sentences that don't make sense because he's schizophrenic or whatever the fuck right. the guy was it was like i think it was like four episodes ago that we have like he called me bill if you listen we posted and read some of the letters but it's so deranged and it, none of it makes sense yeah but i guess it does from their point of view well, i but think it, she's just like writing it as it's coming into her mind yeah but it doesn't make sense to us but then because it, it's like what she posted on instagram with a fucking cappuccino picture ah that's bizarre and just like the whole like the modeling the clothes that she does like so fucking weird what are you wearing why is the makeup smeared all over your face every day i don't know i feel sorry for her but like what the fuck is going on like sis fix your fucking makeup she looks like how we did when we came out of fucking output (laughs) after dancing in the dark for like eight hours yeah and we got caught in the rainstorm that night like she looks horrible i'm sorry i will always love her and i'm not trying to trash her but it's like i want her to get better and seek help but i feel like she is very very deranged right now and very unstable and i almost understand this conservatorship not that anybody should ever have that much you know they they knew know a lot more that what's going on than we do because we're just seeing what she posts on social media and that's batshit. Imagine like being around her. No, yeah, nobody fucking knows what it is. Yeah. Again, she shouldn't have a conservatorship. She's no. making how many millions of dollars a year? And She's obviously doing something right in her life. If she wants to spend her money, she how just she had pleases, that Vegas residency a couple exactly, of years ago. And like exactly. not for nothing, if she spends it and loses it all, that's on her. That's on her. That's not on you, fucking stupid dad, She's a fucking dad, adult. Jamie. How even old is she? Like She's older than us. Yeah. She's got to be like in her 40s. 40s. I think she's in her 40s right but now. But she, like, she acts like a 15-year-old. It's very strange. Yikes. I love her to death. So Ooh. do I, but... But like all of her posts seem very almost like schizophrenic-y. Yeah. And like very delusional. Like she almost is posting these from a psych ward well she's like like girl interrupted shit yeah right no i feel like they were more normal than she is yeah but i when she was going to court for like that conservative like to end the conservatorship i was like her social media is doing her no favors none her posting this crazy shit is like making her look mentally unstable and she sounded so normal when she was begging the oh my god yeah (laughs) sorry 
Well, Alex and I are really fucking sick, by the way. Alex definitely is COVID. <laughs> no. I'm not healing from COVID. <laughs> it's like not to change the subject, but. Not to change the subject, but we sound like fucking yeah, men. You were wondering why we sound a little <laughs> odd. Odd. It's because we're both I've sick. I've been like hacking up Louis like. <laughs> oh, me too. I got a good one at the gym this morning. I was like, whoa. <laughs> But yeah, Britt, we like pray for you. No, we really do. I love you, girl. But if you ever want to be on our podcast, we'll interview on. you. We'll never interview Jamie Lynn, that Fuck bitch. You, Jamie. Although I would interview Jamie if we ever got a chance for Jamie. I want to hear her side of the story. Yeah. Even though I want to just call her out on all her bullshit. I just love though. controversy. And she looks like hell. She looks like fucking shit. I <laughs> sent you that so clip bad. and I was yeah. like, yo, she looks terrible. And you're she, like, that's what happens to an evil bitch. <laughs> no, because she looks like George Washington. <laughs> <laughs> With her hair parted yeah. down the middle and the like, waist. What is this? The fucking <laughs> 1600s or whatever year that was? <laughs> She's trying out for her spot in Mount Rushmore. <laughs> <laughs> she could go on there. She was like the color of Mount Rushmore too, like her like face. Gray. She, she was like terrible. She looked like <laughs> a vampire or something. Like her face and hair was the same color. And her lips and her shirt. Filler. Yeah. Like everything was the same color. I looked, thought I was like staring at a wall. For anybody that doesn't know what we're talking about, just go on the Call Her Daddy Instagram page because Alexandra Cooper had her on. Um and call her daddy doesn't get taken down. I know. Well, she's getting called the fuck out. She's getting called. Maybe the fuck she'll out get dropped from Barstool and we'll take her spot. But like, no, yo, bad publicity is still publicity, I man. Know. I'd rather have bad publicity than fucking no publicity. Exactly. Let us be controversial. I don't give a fuck about that. You know what I mean? Like, yep. at least you're getting out there. Like, she really blew up when that whole controversy with her and Sophia Franklin came about too, and they were like, they split up and shit. Yeah. She like everybody knew who she was after that that's true so honestly bad publicity is better than no publicity um but like no seriously back to covid like alex and i i i'm sorry like i didn't feel like last week i spoke about how i had covid on new year's eve and what day is it it's the 21st of january right now when we're recording 20 fucking one days later I did not feel that bad when I had it. Like I was like, okay. Like I felt, I felt off. My brain felt funny. I had a lot of sinus pressure. I had a sore throat, but like I didn't have a fever. I wasn't sweating in bed. I read two books. We watched movies. We yeah. watched TV shows together. Um, my boyfriend had the same symptoms that I had. He's vaxxed. I'm not. So it wasn't like I was a lot worse than he was or whatever, but like, we're not healing. I think that's the scariest part of everything is like, we're not fucking healing from it. Well, they say like it stays in your system for months. Like you could test positive three months later, which is so fucking crazy. Someone that I know which couldn't go back to work until they got a negative test and they kept testing positive, even though they were like, they didn't were have fine. it for like weeks or like a week or know, whatever I it just was. went right back to work. Yeah. I worked during it. I didn't even know I had it. I thought it was a sinus infection, honestly. Yeah. 
But like, it's fucking weird. I'm sorry. And I secretly like think that all this shit is man-made from some lab in China. Didn't they have scientific proof that that came out or no? Out of the Wuhan lab. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Was it, was it factual <coughs> or no? I mean, there's everybody's going to debunk, try to debunk it, but they're not going to admit that because then China should be held accountable for this. True. And, you know, we won't get into politics, but you know, fuck it. Like, <laughs> But like I've had the flu before. I don't ever remember lingering effects for almost a month. No, the the only good thing about the flu is like you have it for three days and on the fourth day you're back to yourself. I had lingering effects from the flu and I had really bad bronchitis afterwards and it was hard to breathe. Like it, I remember not being able to get air in, but like two weeks later I went back to the gym and I was fine. Yeah. I'm still not okay at the gym. I went to boxing the other day and I like actually cried at boxing because I got so overwhelmed because I got so dizzy and I'm so upset that mentally I'm back, but physically I'm not back. Yeah. And that's like, frustrating when it's like you feel like you don't have control over your body. body? Yeah. And like, I'm not a crier. Like no. I literally do not cry, but I just got like very overwhelmed because I got so dizzy and I don't even know why I just like broke down and I wasn't like full on sobbing in the boxing ring. That's like fucking weird. Yeah. But like I got like <laughs> emotional. And then on the way home, I called my boyfriend to see what he wanted for dinner. And he was like, how was boxing? And I was like, oh, I started crying. <laughs> And I just got emotional on the phone with him and just sobbed. <laughs> but like, don't show your fucking tears in public. But it's 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 almost scary that everybody's having these residual effects for weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks after. And a lot of people I talk to, like one of my friends had the first round of it and she said her heart rate is still fucked up a year later. Really? But it affects everyone differently. That's what I don't understand. You didn't lose your Sense taste, smell, or anything smell. Like that. Other I people didn't have, don't a have fever. it for months. Yeah, the guy that I got it from, <laughs> my coworker had a fever. Alex has it now, and she's giving it back to me. The guy that I got it from, my coworker had a fever. I don't have, I didn't have a fever. My boyfriend didn't have a fever. His entire family got it, not from us. They didn't have a fever. But then, like half of my coworkers, they were all sweating in bed for like three days. First round, they all lost their sense of smell. Then some people thought they had a sinus infection and, and they had their sense of smell. Some people have no symptoms and they test positive and they're just carriers. Like right. why is everybody's symptom so fucking different? I don't know. Even like my cousin had it and she got it from her friend. Her friend had like a little cold. She's not vaccinated. Just had a little cold. My cousin got it. She's vaccinated. And she was like dying, like the aches, the body yeah. pain, like had to lay in bed for days. So like, number one, that tells you the vaccine doesn't work. It doesn't fucking work. So, but that's besides the or point. Or it doesn't work for Omicron or whatever this one is. Right. But then why are we even getting vaccinated There's if now no they're point. mutating and it's not working for certain ones? Right. There's no point. None. Can you tell Alex and I are not vaccinated? <laughs> but like, uh, you know, whatever. But for people with underlying issues. Oh, absolutely. If for you're older. With old age, I fully support it for them. One of my good friends has really bad lungs. He's in the hospital every fucking month for blood transfusions. 
he needs it. Right. Healthy minded people like me and Alex, my, our personal opinion, it's fucking dumb for us to get. But just because it doesn't work. If this whole thing was going to end, if everybody on earth got vaccinated, fine, sign me up. Right. Because I want to go fucking travel and not wear a mask and do whatever the fuck I want to do right. and eat in restaurants without having to show a stupid card. But it doesn't work. But so why am I going to do that? that's fucking vaccinated still got it. Exactly. So, and they were like, oh, it lessens the symptoms. You and your boyfriend had the same, had, had the same symptoms. So that's a crock of shit also. I didn't have a fucking fever. He still is residual effect. Let me tell you something. We had sex last night and that motherfucker was so out of breath. I felt so bad for him. And he's like, fuck, he was getting like visibly upset about it because he's in tip-top shape yeah but like because it's still lingering from sex like he was like wheezing from sex. yeah that's in, unless he's like you're doing it on the treadmill or something no like. we weren't and I <laughs> rode him a couple of like last week and I was so not into it and not that because I love him so much and like he, he's obviously turning me on but like I wasn't into it because my head was still pounding. I had so much sinus pressure and I felt so out of breath and so exhausted from like a minute to two minutes on top. Like I was done. Like yeah. I'm like, I'm so tired right now. Lay me like a fucking starfish and just cow me. <laughs> because this riding you cowboy style ain't fucking working for me right now. Yeah, no. It's like a little scary. And it like that takes the joy out longer. of it. <laughs> I just want to be freaky again. I, like when I'm sick, I don't want to be touched. Yeah. Or like if I don't feel good, don't touch me, please. Like I, ugh. We made it work a couple of times, but like it wasn't like the same frisky shit that we usually do. We're just like, <laughs> It's like just <laughs> roll over. Yeah, and just stick it in. <laughs> I'll just spread them. Just yeah. fucking two pumps and we're done. <laughs> That's like me in the morning. Like before I have to get up for work, I'm like, just put it in. I'm not moving. I'm not fucking moving. I'm sorry. I'm tired. You know how I am with my sleep. <laughs> like this is pre-coffee, bro. Just get it over with. Yeah. <laughs> And that's like not us. Like it's like upsetting to my life that I feel this shitty still afterwards. And Alex just got it. But we don't know if she No, does. I don't think I have it. She you're just coughing and hacking. Yeah, I'm just coughing and I'm stuffy. But like I don't have anything else. Which I mean I could technically have it, but my mom was also sick, like had the same thing. And yeah. then my boyfriend was sick two two weeks ago. But there's still other fucking symptoms of shit going around. That's yeah. Well, there's the, still other the cold, the common cold still exists. The flu still exists. Like that's maybe what, not on paper anymore because they put everything as COVID, but in reality, it still exists. I didn't even think I had it. I literally worked for like four days and then I went to go get a fucking Z pack because like I was like, fuck, I have a sinus infection. And well, you told me you were like, um, like I a little sick. Like if you don't want to record, I'm like, nah, whatever. Right. Sure as shit, I had it. <laughs> but I didn't get it, so it's like... You didn't get it. And then I went to go get a pack from the doctor, and they don't prescribe you medicine, and they don't see you without giving you a COVID test if you're Are you sick. serious? So that's when I found out. Then, like, four days later, and I'm, I'm working with people. I'm surrounded by people. Like, I have the mask on at work because of the mask mandate, but not with my coworkers. Like, we yeah. take it down. Um, 
And sure as shit, like four days later, mo- that Monday, that Monday morning, I get the text from like the CDC, like you have COVID, stay home for ten days, and we're like, oops, okay. But then my boyfriend wasn't feeling good that day too, like the the day before, so he went and got a test, and he got his test like a couple hours after me. But yeah, we still don't feel that good, and like I think that's the freakiest part about it that it's still. Um, like a yeah. month later and i have energy that goes and goes and goes and goes yeah i, I do. don't know how you are always like doing shit i'm always busy i will get up in the morning before work i'll go to the gym i'll have a 12-hour shift i'll literally clean my whole house cook clean like everything yeah i'm, I'm doing the complete this, that, opposite. that i read fucking book you know what i mean like i'm always busy i'm always yeah. doing something and i never stop and i'm like a fucking waste of life right now i feel like like i'm still at work 24 7 but i feel like I can only give my energy to that. And then I come home and I'm exhausted and it's freaking me the fuck out. Well, that's how I feel. And I don't even have COVID (laughs) and I work from home. And you work from home. (laughs) But like, what is this shit? Like nobody even knows what it really is. No. And that's why they really can't make um, like an effective vaccine because we don't know what it is. It affects everyone differently. How do you know what to put in this to combat it? Like, it keeps mutating. Well, there's new strains all the time. Delta. I don't even know if I fucking Omicron. believe that shit. Sounds like Transformers. <laughs> Robots in yeah. guys. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Where did they come up with this shit? But whatever. But yeah, I don't think I have it, though. The only other thing that was so weird about it, too, was like the brain fog that everybody gets by it. Like, no sickness I've ever had has had my equilibrium be so off. But like I've talked to a couple of like coaches and and health people, and they said that that's because there's so much sinus and pressure in your head and the mucus is so thick. Um, So I started taking a vitamin NAC to like loosen it and mucinex, and it's been helping a little bit. But it's like I felt like I couldn't drive like I felt very fucking off driving like I was gonna crash yeah and we went to Costco one night and I was like holding his hand because I felt you know when you get so stoned that you're so awkward and you feel like everybody's looking at you and you did like a whip it almost and you're like whoa where the fuck am I this is so awkward. I feel so awkward because everybody's looking at me, but nobody yeah. was, you know what I mean? We're yeah. in Costco. And like, that's how I kind of felt. And I felt like all my senses were off, but they say, again, there's so much mucus stuck in your brain that, and like in your head pressure that it's like throwing off your equilibrium and everything like that. And that was the only worry part that was like fucking weird. Yeah. Someone I know that had it said that they literally couldn't think yeah like they were trying to work and they were like i can't even like put a sentence together and that's literally how i felt when i disappointed but not surprised got carbon monoxide poisoning (laughs) and i like literally like i was working and i'm like why can't i put a sentence together yeah and like what like literally it's that's what scared the shit out of me and then i started getting like the physical effects but like it's been a year and I still haven't replaced my heating system. So I probably going to die soon, (laughs) but I'll just come back and haunt you. So it'll be fine. Oh, speaking of fucking being haunted. So let me just preface a year, about a year ago. It's literally going to be a year because yeah. yeah. So about a, like around this time last year, my tattoo artist died. 
And I loved her. I mean, uh, her and I got along very well. She was actually going to be on one of the episodes to the podcast, but she was kind of like losing it around then. It was like a year ago. Alex and I were waiting for her. She used to be a dominatrix too. So we were going to have her on on one of our dom episodes and her and I got along very well. She's done my whole back. She's done a lot of She did really, our DBNS yeah, tattoo. Yeah, she did our disappointed but not surprised tattoos last October. Not this past one, but the one before that. And then I was getting my fingers done around January last year and she ended up texting me and she's like, hey, sweetie, I'm not feeling that. Or she goes, can we push off our appointment for an hour? And I was like, yeah, of course. And this is last January 14th. And so, and like, I, I looked it up recently. That's how I know the date. And then she texts me maybe an hour after that. And she goes, Hey girl, I'm having really bad asthma. Um, can we move it to next week, our appointment? And I was like, of course, like no problem. Yeah. And then she goes, I think I might have to go to the hospital. I was like, holy fuck. Do you want me to take you there? She doesn't answer. I love Alicia, who is my tattoo artist, but she was very flaky and yeah. I knew who she was. And she was the type of person that maybe if she wanted to go out and get like drunk with a guy, she would push off our appointment because it's not like she's losing me as a client ever. I'm always going to be there. And I didn't really give a fuck, but it was annoying that like the tattoo appointment got rescheduled, but I know that's her. Like she deaded us for when she was supposed to record and she confirmed right. the night before and she just didn't show up. She was flaky as fuck. Yeah. But she was a fantastic at her job. She did great work and she knew that I was a solid client because I was a friend of hers. So it's not like it was pure business right, right. where if she blew me off once or twice and she made it up to me and gave me a discount the next time or whatever, yeah. like that'd be fine. Like we, we hung out together. We've done like a little bit of witchcraft together. She came over in my place, one night and we did tarot reading, she found a pendulum board underneath um, this like whole medicine cabinet at an antique store and she leaned down, she dropped something and she leaned down and there was a pendulum board underneath it. And so she bought it and she brought it over and we did some like pendulum magic in my, in my apartment one night. So she's been here before. Yeah. Sure as shit, Alex texts me like two days later. No, it was 10 days later because it was my birthday. Okay. My birthday's Monday. Okay. So it's literally been like a year. It's been a year. Yeah. Yeah. And she goes, and I didn't, I like texted her once after that, but I didn't hear from her. And I was kind of fucking annoyed yeah. that she blew me off. But it this, was it wasn't out of character for her to like not answer. You didn't hear from her for like, no, not at all because she's kind of flaky. And right. she, and like also, like I'm sober. She was in task. I peed for her. To keep her out of like jail. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, whatever. It is what it is. And maybe I enabled her. But like when she was harassing me for it and she goes, girl, I just smoked weed. I'm going to get in trouble. Can you pee for me? Or I was out drinking last night. I've had people pee for me before. Yeah. I My pee's clean. So I did it for her like three times. So like, you know, I knew she was like, you know, she did some stuff or whatever. And like, I think she did a good amount of coke, but whatever. Anyway, so Alex texts me 10 days later and goes, hey. And for you to say, hey, like it's fucking weird. Like you just text me with random shit. You don't yeah. say like, well, like I was cryptically like, like, hey. Well, I was just like. <laughs> Oh, like, I didn't I know this? if you knew, yeah. but I was like, no, if she knew, she would have told me. Absolutely. So then I'm like, 
And it's so random how I found that you out. You found out because you met her once when we got the tattoo and you spoke right. to her on the phone. Needless to say, she died that night that she was supposed to tattoo me. She right. didn't have fucking asthma. I think that she, it was an overdose. I found that out. Apparently, her body got left at the hospital, like just dropped off there, and the guy bolted. And I became so obsessed with finding out about everything that happened. And the only reason I know this is because I, she was supposed to tattoo my fingers, and I went to the tattoo parlor where she was working at at the time, and she had just started there. And I like went there on a mission, and I was like, I need to find these drawings because I wanted to get them tattooed. And I right. was like on her social media, like trying to find out what happened. And I went there and I said, I'm one of her good friends. I was like, I just don't know if there's some drawings because I wanted it as a memorial to her to put on my fingers of what she was going to do. So the guy pulls me in and he goes, listen, I don't think it was an overdose. No, I don't think it was an asthma attack. Mm -hmm. Apparently she was under critical condition. She had an alias. Her alias was named Critical Hawaii. They her they called her mom a bunch of times. Her mom didn't even fucking come. Um, you know, they kept her like very DL. They were the FBI was there. They were doing all searches on it and they called us because well, she just got dumped at the hospital. She got dumped hospital. at the hospital <laughs> and they knew where she worked. They looked at her ID and they found like some of the last calls. So she called out of work and said, and he goes, she said that you canceled on her. So she left for the night. I'm like, I didn't fucking cancel on her. Yeah. So she knew that she was going out and partying that right, night. Right, right. So the whole thing is so fucking crazy. And like, I hate to say this. This sounds so fucked up, but I'm going to say it. I almost felt better that it was drugs than asthma because, I mean, again, this sounds so fucked up, but I'm a drug addict. Yeah. If I died from an overdose, I went out doing what I loved. Right. I went, went out, out with, with a bang. bang. Yep. I did. I knew what I was doing. Asthma, I feel like it's so sad and unfortunate because your last minutes, you're literally you're gasping for and air. you're terrified. That, because exactly. not being able to breathe is like the scariest Horrifying. thing. Horrifying. <laughs> As Alex choking on her own As COVID As I'm dying, vomit. guys. <laughs> literally. So the whole thing was just so fucking crazy. And I became so obsessed with finding out. And then I went to another tattoo artist local. And I got her initials put on my finger. And the starry night that she was going to do on my fingers. Like, so all my knuckles are tatted with what she was going to do. And I have a lot of stuff on me from her. That's very, it's intimate. It's our details, you know, like yeah. she's a part of me. Um, so I get home. So fast forward, you know, a year later and she's always a part of me and I still talk to her and I still have some of the tarot cards that she bought me and some of the stones. And I talk to her a lot. I go to, and talk to the moon and I say, Hey Alicia, you know, you know, I, I miss you, whatever. Right. So fucking last Friday night, fast forwarding a year later, this happened a year ago, last Friday night, I get home from work and my TV is on. That's weird. You don't even watch TV when you're here, I feel. It was in the bedroom. I hadn't put on the bedroom TV since pre-COVID because my boyfriend and I did not watch TV. We don't watch TV in the bedroom. I watch TV in the bedroom. He and I don't. We watch it in the main room. Um, so I hadn't put it on since pre-COVID because we were together nonstop during the entire quarantine. He also wasn't over my place the night before because you and I were recording. Oh, so yeah. sometimes I'll go to work the next day and I'll just leave him here. 
And if he was here that morning, that wouldn't be that crazy. Maybe he put on the TV or maybe he bumped something and it turned on. Right. No, it was just me. I come home from work and my fucking TV is on, but it's not playing, but the power's on. Okay. In my bedroom. And it was just black, but it was on. So I'm like, what the fuck, bro? Like, that is so weird. So I shut the TV off. I light incense. I light sage I kind of clear the place out yeah kind of don't think of anything of it because weird shit always happens so then that's last Friday Tuesday night what's today today's Friday Friday. we're recording on Friday so three days ago so a week ago that happened then three days ago on Tuesday night I come home from boxing I have this plant that has these lights on it that are skulls and you flick them on and off like they're like battery packed you flick them yeah. on and off and the flick is like a switch like it's not something it's not like, like a toddler wouldn't have been wouldn't be able to do it no like you have to have like the fine motor skills and like right, to press it, it on and yeah off. like flick it I don't really turn these <laughs> lights on unless I'm setting like an ambiance or a mood and I put, haven't put them on in like weeks yeah get home from boxing I clean my floor I make dinner, I'm sweeping, I'm walking around my entire place, eating in the kitchen, and I see that like the where the tree is. My boyfriend walks in, he walks into the couch, so I turn around and I fucking look at him, and the lights on the tree are fucking on. That's bizarre. And I'm like, I look at him and I just stop. And I, he's like, what? And I was like, dude. And he's like, what? And I was like, those lights weren't on three fucking minutes ago. I was like, did you put them on? He goes, no, I didn't even go near that tree. And I was like, that's not even fucking funny. And I know he didn't do it. He's not going to lie to me about right. putting lights on. And I said, I have been home for an hour and a half and those lights were not fucking on. That is so weird. So I'm like spinning in my head and I'm like, nobody's in my place like I searched it up and down nobody was here you yeah. know what I mean I'm home when the lights all of a sudden turn on on the fucking tree right and it's a heavy switch like they have not been on and so I'm in my head I'm going 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 and then all of a sudden Alicia the tattoo artist pops into my fucking head so I go back in my phone and I look through our text because I still have all of our tags mm-hmm. sure as fucking shit last Friday a year ago, so it was January 14th. Mm-hmm. That was a year to the day that she fucking died. Wow. So that's fuck gives me goosebumps. Right? So I'm like, 100% that's her. Yeah. I'm. She's pe- saying what's up. Yeah, exactly. And it made me feel better knowing that like that's what it was because spirits, Alex and I are big into the spiritual shit. We believe in it. Who are, some people listening, like my boyfriend was like, he doesn't believe in any of that shit. As soon as Come I stay in my house for a yeah, little bit. As soon as I said that, like the lights were not on and then they were on when he was there and he saw my face. Like he's like, dude, like now I believe that shit goes on. Yeah. And I was like, I'm telling you. And, and then when I looked into the day that she died, then that's when the TV was left on in my apartment. And so he's like, holy fuck, I actually believe that that was her. Like he's yeah. now kind of like open to the fact, you know what I mean? Well, spirits like they they manipulate electricity. electricity. That's how they like get your attention. And stuff. Yep, they're big with electricity. They absolutely fuck with it. So one hundred percent, that was her just saying hi, and it makes me feel so much better knowing that it's her instead of just like 
a random spirit in the house. somebody fucking random yeah yeah but i'm like a hundred percent about that like even i was telling my coworker today and he goes dude that's so fucking crazy that's like when this guy brian at my job died a few years ago and he ended up overdosing yeah and we have these like weird neon lights like around the dealership by the window and the neon lights were always finicky so we just kind of turned them off and they like outlined all the windows and they were like little cheesy things but they look cute at night when you looked into the dealership yeah so they were off because they wouldn't work they kind of flickered whatever that we we turned them off completely that guy brian died he overdosed that night or the next morning they come in and the only fucking neon lights that were on were the ones that were over his desk but nobody put them on that's so weird right and so weird but i like i don't don't find it weird but it's like that's crazy yeah and my boss got so freaked out that he ripped all the neon lights down (laughs) he like ripped them all out he's like fuck this shit oh my god yeah he was like done with it so i don't know i thought that was kind of cute that she was just saying hey there's always somebody out there looking so all right guys anyway so before we close out you know what time it is confession corner all right first confession whoa that sounded rough (laughs) cut cold fetish I developed a cuckold fetish. I like the idea of people seeing my girlfriend's body and it turns me on. Sometimes I get turned on imagining her receiving pleasure from another guy in my presence, but I know she would never accept to do that since she's monogamous. I've already tried to convince her to sell nude pics on the internet to see the guys lusting after her and praising her beauty as well as being a good income as she's really hot. But if she feels too insecure and afraid, or but she feels too insecure and afraid, I don't know how to deal with this new fetish. It's new. That's weird that it's like new. Yeah, like where? How did like this, this come like about? Rooted, not new. Anyway, I also like exhibitionism. Is that is showing my body to other people? I would like to put these fetishes into practice, doing lives on eighteen plus sites. But out of respect for her, I didn't put it on. I want to tell her about this and hear what she thinks. But I'm afraid she lose interest in me because of this, since she already told me that she feels bad for me showing her body to other guys. I didn't said said I liked it, but I said I wouldn't feel bad about it. I don't know what to do. And that last sentence doesn't really make sense. Anyway. I don't know. How does this just come about? I don't know. I feel like this is like more deep rooted than like all of a sudden. Like he's making it sound like last week he just automatically came out with this fucking lust for like cuckolding. And it sounds like he already knows she's not going to be into it. The girlfriend. I wouldn't be into it. Me either. I don't want to fuck another guy. I when I'm at and I don't want my guy wanting me to fuck another guy. Right. Like I want him to. To want me and only me, not anybody else. Right, exactly. That's not my thing. Like, I get that it's other people's things and I fully support everybody else for it, but that's not my thing personally. And I would never want to watch my man fucking someone else either. I, I would, would be like, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> I would scalp her while they're and fucking. And him. <laughs> yeah, his dick would be chopped off and off. she would be Scalped. walking out with her face rearranged. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so... are we jealous or what (laughs) no nah 
I don't know. I feel like if you're into it, then find people that are into it. Exactly. And if you're not into it, if they're not into it, then like move on to somebody that's into it. Yeah. You have to have the same fetishes or like, yeah. yeah. Because if not, you're going to go cheat or whatever. Like we always say this. Yeah. And you're going to like feel unfulfilled. Exactly. So honestly, it's time to break up with her and move on to somebody that likes to be in your cuck party. True. I That's agree. our advice. Okay, next one. My husband of 10 years finally admitted he's gay and I'm fine with it. Okay. All right. I always knew he was different and chalked it up to being a nerd. We really never had much of a sex life, although we have five kids. I asked him if he didn't, what did he, she get knocked up every time they had sex? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> Or like maybe they only fuck like twice a year or three times a year and she just like happened to be ovulating. Or maybe she's cheating. True. Facts. The kids look like the milkman. Yeah. So she says, I asked him if he didn't love me and that turned into his admittance that he's gay. He asked if I wanted a divorce. We talked and decided to stay married and keep things the way they are. He's an excellent dad, good provider, and we get along. I don't think he'll actually meet guys. He's too picky. I don't need sex. Sex is overrated in marriage. There For whose <laughs> fucking marriage? There are so many things wrong with that last like couple of sentences. Number one, you don't think he's going to go meet guys? He, he already is. is. If he's gay, he knows he's gay. That means he knows he likes sucking cock. Right. You don't just think you're gay. You practice being gay and you know you're fucking gay and you know <laughs> that you love worshiping dick. Like, do you think he's actually working late every, uh, you know, Tuesday? <laughs> no, he's at the fucking motel up the road. He had the gay bar, honey. Yeah, come on. And sex isn't important in a marriage? What the fuck? Well, clearly, it's bad for yeah. her because he's not into it because he's gay yeah and that's why she doesn't care like, i don't know like it, some people are just like asexual they don't care about getting laid yeah can't sex relate is so important to me in a relationship like i've been sick for like two weeks and i feel like the sex has been like you know we've been we've been very sick yeah it hasn't been so spicy so like last night i put on lingerie you gotta cook fucking keep it spicy you gotta make it like you have to regardless of how long you've been married how long you've yeah. been dating if you have kids like if you are not keeping it spicy they're gonna get it somewhere else they're getting it somewhere else and i need that fulfillment in my life too yeah we're sexually driven people though you and me like some people some people like, it's not important some people it's not important i find sex very important in a relationship but i think the people that don't find it important have never really had good sex true like even you remember my mom talking to me about it when we were like we thought our friend was cheating or her her husband was cheating or something yeah. and like whatever and then my mom's like you know I don't, I don't even remember how it went but she's like we still make it work my parents are like 65 and she goes you gotta keep it spicy exactly like <laughs> like my mom's like 65 <laughs> she told me you know, they still have needs I, absolutely and she goes we still make it time for each other and we still make it work and she said that to alex and like i know i don't really give a fuck but it's yeah. like your parents <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, well, Mom. at least you know they're like happy and like oh, still love so each other. He pinches her ass all the time. It's adorable. 
<laughs> I know. But like, I really believe that sex is so important in a relationship. Otherwise, you have a fucking roommate. Exactly. I would just move in with you. Right. Exactly. And then like, we could just be best friends living together. But like, we're not doing that because I need to be dicked down. Right. <laughs> exactly. Yo, this bitch is delusional. All right, guys, last confession. My wife is a slut. I found out a few days ago that my wife has a secret Reddit account and has been inviting guys over to give them BJs. You know what? Maybe he doesn't think sex is important and she getting Clearly it not. <laughs> I know it's happening because I've been watching her meet them at home on our security cam. She And she has no idea. Well, Such how stupid is she? Can't wait to confront her about it. Hey, guy, what's her username on Reddit? Just to verify. No. <laughs> but wait, she knows they have security cameras. And no, she's- she is. No, it says uh, I've been watching her meet them on our at home security cam. She has no idea. Oh, but wait, maybe she has to know they have the security have cameras. The security cams. She probably just doesn't know he's watching it. But like she knows what she's doing. Yeah. She's probably tried to break up with him like 10 times and he like won't leave. Yeah, so she's, so like, she's just it. blowing people on camera on Reddit. I wonder if she's getting paid for it. Honestly, more power to her. Yeah. Go girl. Sorry, buddy who wrote in. <laughs> so I had this friend. I probably shouldn't talk about this. Maybe I've talked about it before. I have this friend whose dad, he's deceased. Um, He was cheating on his wife and he was on craigslist and he was bringing men over to the house and fucking all these guys wow in their like backyard and shit like that and like finding them on the back pages turns out he got aids and that's how he died holy shit but i'm like how did the wife not get aids they, they obviously, obviously weren't didn't sleeping together. Have sex, yeah. But he had, was living this whole other gay life. Speaking, like, this goes back to both of our fucking confessions right. that we just had. He was living this whole other gay life and, like, bringing these men, and he ended up getting AIDS, and then the daughter found out because she's in a nurse who's my friend and found all the medical records and shit like that. And, like, she was so fucking beside herself, and then it, like... You know, the whole because it's like your wrecked. whole life was a lie, kind yeah. of. Yeah, but like if I was the wife, like I'm hoping at this point, I'm hoping they didn't have sex together. They clearly didn't if she didn't get you know. Well, AIDS. I also think it's harder to transmit male to female. Is it? Yeah, because I think it's more prevalent in the gay community because you're kind of like ripping like not to be like graphic but like what it is you're like ripping like the The rectum yeah and that's how it gets in because you have to have like open Open wounds wounds, like contact so is that what it is is that that's what that's what that's what i was told or heard or read i don't know i mean it makes sense it's like you're really not unless you have like a, a massive dick. You're not ripping open someone's vagina. No, so you can fit a fucking child. I mean, it's possible to there. like spread it to you know, but like I don't think they probably weren't having that much sex. Number one, no, I doubt they were even having sex. And if they did, like a couple of times a year, or whatever. Like I don't think it's that easy to transmit it as people like think it is. Really? Yeah. See, I thought it was like straight contact like automatically you pretty much get aids no wow 
Yeah. But now they have medicine for it too. And there's so much research yeah. on it that like you could almost like, like I was watching Shameless one time and like after they had sex, the guy's like, oh, I have to tell you something. I have AIDS, but I take medicine for it. So it's not transmittable. Right, right. And now you can like, um, like take medication to even prevent you from getting it, contracting it. If you did have like that Truvada for prep, that's always on the tv yeah like the commercials like that's for like preventing it bug chasers won't like that <laughs> <laughs> we've spoke about this before on one of our episodes i think it was like the 11th episode we had with claude and claude told us about bug chasers anybody that didn't listen it's these men that it's their life prophecy to contract aids and they live for it which i don't understand it's like, the whole thing of probably like fulfilling their hypochondriac life but i don't even know like why would you want like one of the worst diseases that you could possibly get and you suffer at the end yeah like your skin falls off yeah like no thank you like do you ever see gia with angelina jolie and i feel like at the end like no. her it was actually a good movie she had aids in it and her like skin was falling off on the sheets and the sheets were all like bleeding it was almost like it almost looked like her skin was on that like you know how like chernobyl yeah like how their skin was like falling off it oh was kinda yeah like chernobyl like ew well yeah. um that was like that movie with tom hanks philadelphia when yeah. he had aids that movie was like soul crushing. If you're I've ever never like, seen it, want to get like sad, watch that movie. I may watch that tonight. I'll cry two times in a week. There you go. <laughs> but yeah, um, he was like suffering so much at the end. And well, it's yeah. just like, why the fuck would you ever want to contract that? But I don't know. People be fucking weird. That's one of the weirdest I've ever heard, though. That is like, straight up strange. Like, we're not trying to be haters. We're open to everything that anybody does. But yo, that is fucked. I mean, like, I thought sticking rods in your dick was odd. This is, like, 5,000 times No, so at least sticking rods in your dick and sounding you get pleasure from. Like, the pain is pleasure. This is just, like, a death wish. Right. Like, I don't understand anything about bug chasing. It's their life prophecy. And, like, the bugs, like, what did he say? There was, like, the people and they have, like, these ceremonies where they go and they all just get railed by all these men that have AIDS. And they're the givers. Yeah, I'm like looking it up right now on Reddit and it says So fucked up. Um say hello to Gabby from Flower Mound, Texas, who is a bug chasing STD whore and who also loves dogs. <laughs> I can't wait dogs? to get AIDS and be infected. Whoa. <laughs> this is a picture of her jokes. titties. Um, but yeah, so this is like a real thing. No, this is an actual real thing. And anybody that has it, I would get mentally checked out. What the fuck is wrong with you people? Well, we need to interview one for our, one <gasps> of our podcasts. Screenshot that bitch. I, I want to get her on. Okay. Our next episode will be bug chasing. There's Maybe a community not. on Twitter also. All right. Let's I'll look go. that up. Yeah. All right. Anyway. Anyway. All right, guys. Well, uh, Next week, we have a good episode for you. Um, yes. Hopefully. We have a guy coming on talking about combo. So stay tuned for that combo. For anybody that doesn't know, Alex and I have done it a few times. 
we you basically like poison yourself you poison yourself speaking of bug chasing and being weird <laughs> no you basically like poison yourself and it's energy resetting so it's going to be a little bit of a different episode that we have and it's going to be more energetic and healing instead of just fetishes um but we will see you guys next week follow our new Instagram. Instagram, DBNS period podcast. We're figuring this out. Facebook got shut down too. Fuck you, Zuck. And then <laughs> Twitter and TikTok are the same podcast, DBNS. Guys, one day we're going to get our social media down pat, but for now we're just getting banned. Anyway, we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Disappointed but not surprised. Disappointed but not surprised. Disappointed but not surprised.